Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam. Muggsy is with me. Muggsy, how you doing? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Cheers to you, as always. Cheers to you, always. It's a. Uh, it's. It never stops. <laughs> it never stops. The news is always around the Hornets. There's always something going on, good and the bad. We get some good news last week, and then we're facing some bad news this week with Miles Bridges. Uh, so um, if you're un- unaware out there, Miles Bridges today, Tuesday, as we're recording this, was announced to be put in quarantine for uh, the health, NBA's health and safety protocol. Uh, so you'll likely be out for at some point, at, in, within some range of seven to 10 days, which when you look at how many games are left in the season, it's not a lot of time left <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for Bridges to uh, come back and get involved once again. So first of all, uh, Bridges has been, we've talked about it on this podcast several times. He's been the Iron Man on the team, the guy, a uh, super high energy guy, high production guy, but most importantly, a really healthy guy uh, playing in every single game this season. And, and to get hit with um, his absence now of all times is really brutal. So first off, best wishes to Bridges, of course. But, Absolutely. Um, I hope I hope all is well. He makes a, a, a fast and secure uh, recovery. But looking at the basketball side, the timing is pretty brutal. Yeah, it, it truly is, and we don't know what that actually you know what what he is yeah. under in terms of with the protocol, what's really actually going on with him. But it is going to be hurtful for the team um, because of his play. I mean, he's been really the heart soul, especially when the guys have been out. His play has been remarkable. Um, and as you say, the good and the bad of it, you know, having, you know, guys coming back and him not being part of it, you know, it just makes it a little tough. But, you know, Miles is a strong-minded individual, I'm quite sure. He's going to do whatever he can and keep himself in shape to whenever he do come back to be ready to go because those guys are going to need it uh, coming down the stretch. Yeah, he's, he's been the, a very vocal leader on the team as well. Uh, so I know his we're going to miss his, uh, his on-court production, you know, put in the basket and ball in the basket, all that stuff. But like when there's opportunities between dead balls, free throws, you hear him on the court. And so not having him there, uh, I'm interested to see who steps up. I know there's some quotes from Malik. Uh, thankfully he's back. Um, that Monk was like, all right, yo, we had a players only meeting. You know, we've talked about what needs to be done the rest of the way. Like as a fan, it's really assuring that the Hornets aren't losing that kind of attitude. Like that, that chip on your shoulder, yeah. like focused, we have a goal, and we're going to go after that goal. Well, that was the growth of Miles. You know, that's being in the late three years, understanding his progress, and understand now he has a voice in that locker room. And guys, being almost one of the veterans, truly, you know, besides going to with those other guys, Terry, you know, he 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 understands what it takes night in and night out, and for him to share that and start to become that type of leader, I mean, it's going to always going to be helpful for the team and. Malik Monk, as you just uh, alluded to, he's another one of those guys that's mature and understand, you know, with his fourth year in the league, knowing what it all takes and knowing what it means coming down the stretch because he's the only one that was part of a playoff situation, you know, so he has that understanding knowing what it all is going to take to finish it up. 
And now a word from one of our sponsors, Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Yeah, so let, let's keep it on Malik. Um, He's back. Malik Monk is back, which is really great to see. You know, um, he resumed his his role that he had before as that high intensity energy guy off the bench. Um, in his two games returning, um, he's averaging twenty four point seven minutes per game, uh, eleven points, uh, a steal, three and a half assists, one rebound. Like it's he's it's, it's going to take a minute for him to get fully involved, yeah. you know, um, even like uh, during that heat game, you're kind of watching it, waiting for him to really, really like click, especially considering his, his history against the heat. Mm-hmm. He seems to really like carving them up. So that didn't come. I think it will come as as we get closer, as he gets his legs underneath him. But what do you, what do you think about Malik Monk, um, his return and what you've seen from him thus far? Well, it's huge for the team. Uh, it's definitely huge for the team because, you know, what he was displaying night in, night out, especially coming off the bench. It was huge for the team because they need that type of balance scoring um, from the start of the well, the guys coming off the bench. And, you know, he was really starting to that, – that basketball was coming to ocean. I mean, because he was really feeling this shot. He was understanding he can create his own shot as well. And having a guy like Melo out there spoon-feeding him uh, where he could just catch and, and release it uh, without any uh, contest. I mean, it's also, you know, another weapon to have. So I think Malik, you know, he's, again, this is his fourth year. I, I think he really understands it. And he really trying to take his game to that next level. And him being healthy again now, uh, and then coming down the stretch, you know, it's going to be very, very needed for the Hornets, you know, to finish this thing out going forward. Yes. There those nights where maybe Terry or Devontae aren't feeling it, having yeah. Malik as an option to go to. No offense to the Martin Twins or Brad Wanamaker or anything like that, but the backcourt improvement with Monk um, as an option is really solid. And we had that stretch that I, the, I, I'm probably being a homer here, so apologies, but that yeah. set of four, LaMelo, Devontae, Terry, and Malik, I don't know if another team in the league has four guards like that. Like, there's a really strong, deep position um, for the Hornets right there. So, I know uh, Devontae has a knee injury right now. He's, uh, he's ruled out for the Pistons game. But the idea of having those th- those weapons in the backcourt is really exciting and really cool. And <laughs> and it's fun again, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, anybody has their own skill set. I mean, with Wanamaker and, and the Martin Twins, I mean, they understand what their skill set is and what their role is on the team. So everybody has that role. And I'm quite sure Coach J.B., you know, express that on a daily basis, uh, what your role is, and everybody have the ability to score when mm-hmm. an opportunity presents. But the guys who normally was counted upon to put that ball in the basket are the Maliks, uh, the, uh, the Malik Monk and, you know, Bridges and Haywoods and uh, P.J. Washington, and uh, as well as T. Rozier and Devontae Graham, and as well as Melo. You know, Melo is a distributor most of but he's, you know, he's understand that he's capable of scoring, and I think he knows that, especially when uh, these guys are about to be out. Uh, we know that he's going to have to step that part of his game up a little more. 
Yeah, and uh, speaking of Cody Martin, he's ruled out as well um, for the Pistons game and probably for the next few games. So during the Heat game, he went up to block Trevor Reza's shot, got called for a flagrant, and then landed on his ankle and rolled it. And he left mm. um, with um, the, t- the help of his teammates to go back to get some treatment on that ankle. Like the ankle injuries are going around. Like it, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. So I hope Cody Martin comes back soon because I thought he did a fantastic job filling in for uh, Gordon Hayward as a starter at the three position. Um, he is a guy who offers a ton defensively. He can get a bucket when you need it. Like Cody Martin has a really, um, I think, r- really like underrated value, I think, on the on the team. And so he'll be missed uh, while he's out. Yeah. We're just there's another one, you know. <laughs> we're just yeah, trading, we're, any, just, we're just trading trading guys out for each other. It's brutal. Bodies, I know those bodies, and, and unfortunately, during this time of the year, you know, injuries can really affect the outcome, you know, of your finish. So hopefully, we all say that next man up. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think we got some guys who want that opportunity. You know, watermakers and you know, really playing. Some stellar basketball, and, and we're going to need that more so than ever because of guys are going down, guys just coming in for them to find their rhythm. Um, so you're going to need all the support you can from the start as well as guys coming up the bench. The weather's pretty nice right now, so you're probably going to spend more time outside as we get closer to summer. So it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canaan. Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clear, lighter, and stronger. And Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KananCast15 at Kanan.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Kanan, clearly better. Yeah, I assume we'll see more minutes from Jim McDaniels here. In the meantime, actually, we just got the starters. Yeah, so, oh, this all right. Breaking news as we're recording this. The starting mm-hmm. five tonight for the Pistons. LaMelo Terry, Caleb Martin, Jalen McDaniels, Bismack Biombo. No PJ in the starting five. Um, I don't know what's going on with PJ. I haven't heard anything about PJ. Hope he's all right. <laughs> can't do, can't lose anymore anybody else right now. No. Um, but what do you make of that five? Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, Coach JV, he must got his pops on his team. He knows what needs to be done right now. And, um, and it's shocking that hearing PJ not part of that starting five and having him and Malik coming off the bench. But like you said, we don't know what's going on. Okay. And uh, we don't know if uh, it's more of a management type of situation um, or is it, you know. So I found out what trying to. I found about PJ you, here. So Okay. Okay. Here we go. Another breaking news. No more breaking. More breaking news. Shouts to Robin for the tweet. Um, it's not very detailed. It's just personal reasons for, for oh, PJ. Okay. So um, officially, yeah, no Bridges, no PJ, no Cody, no uh, Devonte. I think that it's 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 it's, it's, it's easy to forget Ooh. a name now. It's following up with But I hope he's. Absolutely. I hope all is well on his end. So yeah, I hope, I hope you're right. I hope all is well on his end. You know. Sometimes, you know, you got to step away with his personal issues and take care of that matter and get back to your job. And I'm quite sure they gave him that luxury to do so. And um, hopefully he get back soon because, again, we're going to need him. We cannot afford to be losing bodies, especially at this time. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, so 
Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Um, you listening out there will already know what happens tonight. We're recording this yeah. before the Pistons game. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about is it? Let's talk about some good news. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> Lamelo Ball is back in the mix. Uh, he made his return with Malik um, against the Pistons uh, two games ago, and since he's been back, we've seen. I just lost it. Uh, Lamelo log twenty nine minutes per game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's shooting 42% from the floor in those games. This is two games, uh, 12 and a half points, uh, five turnovers in those games, one and a half blocks, two and a half steals, six and a half assists, six and a half rebounds. So like he fills up a stat sheet, like, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else right now. Um, yes. and I watching him, you still when um, when the, when the ball's not in play, you still see him kind of working his his wrist. Right, um, right. When he's on the bench, he has his um, wrist in a like a warm sleeve just to keep it loose. So um, I hope he's feeling good when he's when the balls are, like when the when the clock's ticking. He looks like Lamelo we saw in the first half of the season. But what do you, what do you think about Lamelo's return and his impact on the team? Well, I, I at first I was concerned about. It. I thought they was kind of bring him back maybe a little too soon, but I didn't realize that he had missed twenty some games. So uh, he was able to you know. Get the the care that he needed. Get the strength back into that that that, uh, that wrist, as well as the motion and the trust factor. You know, when that ball hit that hand, you know, sometimes you're trying to pull that hand away. I don't want that contact, but mm-hmm. seem like he's welcoming it. Um, he's not shying away from it, and not on that, he's using either hand in order to finish. So, and he threw an underhand pass to to Miles uh, in the very first game. Yeah. So that lets you know. That you know, he enjoys the game. He's just having a lot of fun out there. He's 19 years old. He's still learning, still understanding. You know, trying to continue to uplift his teammates, and they know what he means to them, and he feeds off of that. Um, so uh, it's, it's just it's very enlightening to see a young kid like this um, take this type of step in this challenge uh, for this franchise because you know we were searching for one for quite some time. Yeah, it's 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 really different. Um, it, and like when when he with him being back, the Pistons game was pretty clear that when his uh we looking at his teammates, his teammates were gotta keep their heads up basically because at any point Melo was trying to find them, um and people were trying to get involved in in a, in a way we haven't really seen with him being out, um which speaks to his like kind of pass first mentality, like really eager to get other guys involved, and so the energy felt really really positive early, um like immediately not early like. A, like from the grip and even I think he made it a point to get an assist with his um, right wrist initially. Right. Um, so yeah, the, it's, it's really fun, really fun. I've, I've, it's a nice reminder for me at least and hope the rookie of the year voters about what LaMelo can do. Cause from, from my money, I think he was rookie of the year. If he didn't play again, the rest of the season, now that he's back kind of like doing what he's been doing. Um, and hopefully improving as well because he's coming back to a different team. Like Jalen McDaniels wasn't performing this well when he got hurt. So that um, that new like relationship on the court is something I'm really looking forward to as a fan as well, like developing and feeding him and making Jalen McDaniels uh, better and other players like Brad Watermaker, et cetera, better. Um, but what do you make of uh, Melo's Rookie of the Year chances now that he is back um, playing again? I'm quite sure it's going to be – a conversation piece. I mean, because he missed those 20 games and, and Elwood's, you know, been there throughout. Um, 
the kid from Sacramento just got hurt. Yeah. I understand. So he's down. Um, so it, it's going to be hard to probably old, overlook the part that, you know, Elvis been steady throughout the entire uh, season and Mel missed 20 game, even though he was, he's been a step buster. Uh, but it may come down to how he finished, you know, how it's all finish out and, you know, the excitement in terms of especially to play in and that possibly take place. And by Minnesota no longer be playing, you know, who knows? So um, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to come down to the end though, in terms of them, everybody really making that final decision. Yeah. Um, it, selfishly, it'd be really cool. For, you know, <laughs> I can't front. That'd be cool to have a rookie of the year on the team, you know? Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, he's, he's deserving of it, yeah. you know, with his play. Uh, he didn't ask to be hurt um, and to be sidelined for those 20 games. So, well, we'll see. What's another interesting thing, too? Um, watching him play, he still seemed like when he, when he got knocked down, he made it a point to not put his hands out, um, at least initially, to like let his kind of like arms and shoulders kind of take the, take the blow and like slow him down the, the blood, yeah. just to avoid like that direct impact on his wrist again. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see if if, he, if that becomes the norm for him or if it's just like a thing you just have to like a mental block you have to get over. Yeah. So I hate for him to hurt himself more trying to avoid landing a specific way. Right. There's no, I guess, like good way to land on the floor. But no, no, no. Yeah, I think you make it worse yourself. if you're trying to manipulate your body while yeah. falling or getting shoved. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the most vulnerable uh, injuries he had right now. So he's going to protect that more than anything. And I'm quite sure that even to the point when he do fall, uh, teammates, you know, grabbing his hands and that sort of thing, more or less grabbing his wrists as opposed to his hands, helping him up. So. Mm-hmm. He's trying to keep that type of uh, pressure and attention off his wrist. So they're going to do all they can to make sure to stay fresh and feel good out there. Yeah. So um, very excited. Very excited the rest of the way to see what he can do. Um, before we leave the injury world, um, Gordon Hayward, um, we got some news about him. Uh, so he was, he's been out since April 2nd with the right foot strain. Um, he's out of his walking boot. You know, real quick, he's 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 like a low key snazzy dresser. I didn't expect that, because um, <laughs> like we got, I'm used to seeing Devonte and Malik in their outfits, Lamelo too. Like those guys really like brought out the drip for these sidelines. And Hayward is a, a sleeper as far as like one of the best dressed guys yeah. on the team. But um, <laughs> those days are numbered because looking like he's nearing his return. So he's out of the boot. He's doing weight bearing exercises once again. So. Again, like the Miles news, like time is ticking, eight games left in the season. Uh, we have the play-in ahead of us. So hopefully we get to see Hayward uh, before the play-in. I'd hate for his first game back would in that. I hate, I'd hate for his first game back to be in that setting. Like I would love for him to get one or two games in before he get into that. All right, yo, we got to win these games to get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You know, that ankle is just so tough. It's just so, you know, fragile um, because you got to do a lot of cutting, planting. And that sort of thing. So trusting it and being able to, to you know, elevate off of it. And, and so that's going to take some time for him to get that feeling and also get the strength back because he didn't have, I mean, he'd been in the boot uh, for quite some time. So um, again, you know, he's doing all his um, treatment, you know, continue to get stronger with it. And I'm quite sure the Hornets are well behind in terms of, especially with the uh, uh, folks that they have working with him. 
to get him back as quickly as possible, but safely to where he don't feel anything that's lingering on to where he feel like anything possibly happening. Yeah. So, yeah, because I hate to lose him twice in one season, you know, like, yeah. Um, and the the play in is looking like a real a real possibility here. Um, I think when the when the Hornets lost to the Celtics um, on the same day or sorry, sorry, that's a Freudian slip. When the Hornets lost to the Heat, and the, mm-hmm. on the same day the Celtics lost, that was like, oh man, that was that yes. might have been the best chance to really make a move there mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference. Um, but the positive thing is, you know, there's still basketball left, um, and I do rate the Hornets' chances in a play-in scenario. Um, I think this team plays their opposition really tough, and at that point, hopefully, this team is healthy. Um, what do you what do you make of the Hornets in that play-in scenario? Like at this stage, if it ended today, we'd play the Celtics. Um, and then who knows what happens after that. <laughs> but um, what do you make of the Hornets' chances in a playing scenario? Well, I like their chances. You know, I really do. You know, the Hornets been, you know, they've been up and down, but pretty consistent when everybody's healthy, you know, when everybody's on the floor. So trying to find that, you know, medium in terms of getting everybody on the floor healthy, trying to find that chemistry, you know, it could be the window could be closing. But just getting everybody back could be a good thing and, and possibly making the playoff will be an excellent thing. So uh excellent situation. So that and with that being said, you know, I think it's a lot to play for. And I'm quite sure that's what hey what was looking going is looking at in terms of, you know, how quickly he can get back because, you know, it's been really exciting, even though we haven't had fans the most part of the season. And then now having the fans back in the building and guys really feeding off of that, it'll be nice to at least have a playoff game in the building with possibly with the capacity of the crowd being larger than yeah. what it is today. That'd be something. That'd be a home court advantage. Like, that'd be something really special, especially after all the buildup, you know, right. a, a playoff game after the year we all had. And mm-hmm. so much fun. So much fun. But uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Hoping for the best. I'll take a playing game at this point, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Muggsy, I appreciate it as always. And thank you, everyone out there, for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast and the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. We'll catch you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.